Thank you for listening to the program. I wanted to try to finish the uh, rest of the story of the woman of Samaria here at the end where he says, I have food that you don't know about. And they said to each other, has anyone brought him something to eat? And they came upon him talking to the woman and didn't ask him about it, but they surely wondered about it, of how he or even that he would do that because of them, her being a Samaritan, not necessarily just a woman, but uh, I don't know. It, it was just, it, they had to change so much. And you can see that on down the road, how like Peter was a real prime example of it, how it was so well conditioned in them, how they should be. And they lost sight of who was who, that the Gentile uh, people, they were to bring light unto them, not shut them out, but they weren't to have dealings with them. Anyway, we went through the story of it and all that, but I was just sitting here looking at it. And to make it real to me and to try to get out of my mind thinking like I was just doing is I try to imagine exactly what happened here. And sometimes a word will help me. And it said, when this all started, he was traveling through Samaria, and he comes to Jacob's well. And Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, it's like being asleep in the boat when it was in the middle of a storm. He sat thus on the well. It was about the sixth hour. So they had traveled more or less, maybe not 20 miles, not 15 maybe. I don't. It's somewhat of a distance there uh, between where they would have started out apparently uh, after the feast and everything and, and on their way. But in that amount of time, six or eight hours, you could, you could travel 15 to 20 miles if you were in condition and younger and instead of older and being able to hike. And those people... I think, unless I misunderstand history, they pretty much, most of them walked just about anywhere they were going to go. They were going to walk, uh, if not all of it, most of it. And he was no exception. And I just point that out because the word means and the root of the word and everything, it's a pretty painful is what it means, uh, being painfully tired with his journey. And I don't know. Sometimes to me, I just try to, it's so much growing up with your intimidation of of the whole idea of, of Christianity, and even for believers. It, it, I always found myself in that situation and others when I worked around it, uh, others for quite a while in Christian radio, and all, it seemed like everybody, myself included, had a problem of him being really, really real to a person. And, and that he's really in your heart, in your spirit, in your mind. Or else how do you know who he is? That That's how you know that you know. And so to make it real, they all would take off at daylight, I'm sure, and travel that 15 or 20 miles and, and, and be that far down the road at noon. And you would have to keep up with him. You, you would have to really, you know, and five miles be all right, 10, then he just, I think he, 
I don't know. I, I really, it's a mystery how that he was divinely human, divinely human. Spiritually, he was not of this world of mankind, cosmos at all. But physically, I still say he had a divine, pure body made out of the nourishment of this earth. But still, even in the womb, a body thou hast prepared for me, Scripture says. And that's what it's talking about, is that his body was divinely perfect. If it wasn't, how could he offer it as a sacrifice? How could his blood be? See, it, it had to be body, soul, and spirit. He was perfect and broken as well made sin and that's the gift that he says to this woman he's the living water and I, and the hour is coming in and all, and now is actually that uh, I will give to you myself and you'll have this living water and it'll be in you a well of water of springing up into everlasting life everlasting life the phrase doesn't mean at all that you'll live forever uh, that's only half. The The idea, the total meaning is I am. I exist. Always have, always will. That's the idea. And we're made out of his spirit. But the little God person, the human, certainly is made out of his spirit. But given the choice and freedom of, or I, I don't know, uh, to be a little God. And it, it never, ever takes very long for it to go wrong because by definition the creature is ungodly. And so here, from Adam on, and Lucifer, I mean, everybody knew, waiting for the time that the Lord would come and live as a creature and thus overturn the power of the law of God to love him, and that's the only law there can be, and man, by definition, uh, Lucifer, by definition, you, you don't do that because self is in the way. It's like trying to tell Pinocchio he, he, he has a problem uh, because he can't. Well, he, he does, and he can't help it. And that's why the Lord said, no one can unless I do that. And he, in my life, certainly did that. And uh, every day I, I'm just a little more profoundly grateful for, for even that that ever even happened uh, to me. And this woman would have felt that way, talking to him. And she was told all that he did. Uh, he told her all that she did in her life and all that miracle. And she said, sir, I perceive you're a prophet. And then he said, well, yeah, but the, the, to worship me, the mountain and temple question she asked him, uh, it was like, no, it's in the spirit. I have to live in you, the promise of the spirit. And she said, well, when Messiah comes, then this, these things will happen, and he'll tell us all things. And he said to her, I that speak unto thee am he. That opened her eyes. That's what I'm saying. Even though over here, I was looking towards the next miracle he did uh, with with uh, noblemen of at Capernaum. His son was dying, and he said, except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. And, and a lot of things he said are not so much on the easily understood but they all certainly can be and make sense you just have to make it more real to yourself like this here to me and i have that trouble i have to really kind of focus in on it and realize that this really really did happen and it's not that i don't believe that but you know i think you know what i mean 
and you pick up a really good fiction book about a Western story or something, you know, I don't have too much trouble plugging. I'm right there. <laughs> and But the Bible is, a, and it. I don't know, to me, I always wanted to know God. I, I really did. Even in when I was lost as I could be, I, that's what got me into the cult. I, and I knew I was sincere, but that really good intentions don't necessarily work uh, at all and uh, uh, do the opposite. Uh, actually, and uh, but but I did want to find God, and I did. He found me. I put it that way. I, that's how, what happened, and and he found this woman. See, she didn't find him. Uh, he talked to her, and he told me the same thing. I am who you've always been told I am. Do you believe this in my heart? And well, sure you do. And she did right then, and went and said to them. Oh, I found the greatest prophet ever. No, I found God Himself, uh, the Messiah. And anyway, um, he said to them after she had went back to town to get the men before they got back out. In the meanwhile, his disciples prayed him, saying, "Master, eat." It's kind of like the the reason I brought it about the walking thing was like he didn't just uh, he wasn't extreme. He he just perfectly did everything right right how it would be, and and they didn't seem they didn't think he ate enough apparently because to pray to the way this is used is to not beg so much so but to really plead with somebody, "Master, please eat something." Because they had went and got food and come back and were unaware exactly of what had happened. And I don't think they thought she brought him food. And they didn't know where it came from because he said to them, in, in their asking him to eat, I have food to eat, you don't know. And they said to one another, has anybody brought him food to eat? You can just see that, you know, right there watching it like in, in your imagination. It really did happen, though. These men... You know, they remembered all these stories that happened to him and after he was gone and all those things. But he said, my meat is to do the will of him. The food that I have is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish this out and to be crucified and made sin. And there's four months, then comes the harvest being born again. And he made the way for that to happen. And uh, lift up your eyes and look. But like this woman was a, a token of that uh, and, and knew about being born again and knew it was just about like Nicodemus would have been, just about to happen. And like these men were, they knew that that time he kept saying, it's almost here and it will come. Then you'll remember all I've said and understand it a lot better. But he says to them, look at it this way. This is what's happening here, not food that that you're concerned about and and they were hungry he was hungry and still he was hungry but he they perceived that he wasn't that he had because he was pleased that of all his sheep that he has he won't leave one of them and he would say there is another one that woman and he knew and the rich young ruler he knew him he loved him and all the people that he talked to he knew them he made them he is the creator of all things and the spirit is the essence of all things and he is the spirit of god the second person of the person of god three persons with one spirit and he lives in us or we wouldn't know who he is now, I used to think I 
kind of was a Christian. I didn't even know what I was talking about when I was 16 years old. But and by the time I was 26 or 28, uh, I I knew I didn't know who he was except a great prophet. But when he said this to me in that day, I remember that all it is so real to me and and that's the reality i really really all i'm gonna carry with me in my heart is those kind of realities not not this life even though it's given to us by like solomon says by god to be a gift it is a gift of god for a man to enjoy the the fruit of his labors well like paul said labor to enter into his rest and be right with him in your heart and 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 that's why he told timothy i finished out that course of uh and it's a, a whole different teaching. But here he's saying, like, that's the harvest, those that are mine, when I find them. And you can be part of that with me. That's what he's telling them. I sent you to reap. This is, uh, I, I looked at this, and I don't know any other way to interpret this, is where he said, you can reap with me and gather fruit unto life eternal. The, the water of life that's him in a person that springs up into everlasting life. You have his spirit. And someday after we're purified, we'll understand how true that is. And uh, I don't know, that's, it, there's no depth. There, there's no end to the depth of the, the truth of, of, of things. But he said, both he that sows and reaps may rejoice together, you and me both. And here's what you did. They went and bought food or got food. I sent you to reap that whereon you bestowed no labor. Other men labored, and you've entered into their labors because they, they went and got the food. They didn't grow it or, or anything of the kind. They took money probably given to them and, and that kind of thing. But he's saying like salvation, he does that. That's his work. He did all of it, and he still says, No one can come unto me unless it were given unto him. And my Father has showed you, Peter, who I am. That's the only way you would know. And that's how it works. And it does work that way. No man can come unto me unless it's given to him. And it makes, like someone said to me, and it was a pretty profound statement, that makes grace so profound. I mean, it, it, it brings it to a whole nother level, the grace of God that we, like Peter said, if you really call on him, you're saved by him, you should tremble at the fact. I mean, think about it, and, and you can get there on it. But... Um, and they went into the city, and many of them believed on him for what the woman said. And uh, then they said, we don't, we believe. He stayed there two days, and uh, that would have been unheard of. But still, they. and then uh, many of them believed because of what he told them. I think about their lives, because there's no evidence of miracles here. They said, we've heard him now ourselves. We don't believe just because of what he told you, but what he's told us. So that what else could it be? But after two days, he left. And you could imagine them all following him out to to the city limits or, you know, wanting to go with him or not or him to stay or just, you imagine God himself. That's who he was now. His spirit was God, the son. It wasn't a human. It wasn't a little God, a creature, anything of the kind. It just wasn't. And... uh, it would have been such a, a thing to say, and the disciples would have had this. You know, is one more of the things they would remember that happened. How, uh, from start to finish, how much they learned out of this, and uh, what it would have meant to them after the fact. They they wouldn't have known at the time about living water springing up like that into everlasting 
life necessarily i mean what that how can you experience until you experience something the way i understand creation that the with the order we are you i mean it, it has to be experienced or, or, or i mean he wouldn't have had to do what he did if it could all just happen in his mind it had to be done and i'm thankful for my part that I've, my part i've you know, it would be uh, not faithful. I don't. I wouldn't consider that necessarily at all. Not. Not really. Uh, him totally faithful. Totally, and all that I ever even would ever have would be because it would be something he did for me, gave to me, and without respect of people of who I am. Because if that were the case, it wouldn't happen. That's for sure. It wouldn't happen with anybody, much much less me. But. um this is a, I don't know, uh, To I've only seen that a couple of times to where you looking at someone when they receive Christ and understand who he is. I'll never forget that one person said to me, I, I know who he is. <laughs> I, I realize. And and uh, it was a really powerful thing to see that happen and 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 be even a small part of it and 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 I didn't do anything the lord does it all he does everything and um i don't know this is just a story well known by a lot of people and it is a a, a powerful thing it really is and so jesus came again into cana of uh, where he made the water into wine and then it tells about his Next miracle. Thank you for listening to the program.